0: To a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations.
1: To win, you must begin. The Kaizen Journal is meant to be your guide in stimulating new thoughts, ideas, and methodologies throughout your journey of self-exploration. The ultimate goal of the Kaizen Journal is to incrementally improve all areas of your life from personal development to habit creation and increased efficiency and productivity in the workplace. Valeria Tellez interviews Kai Boyer, the author of The Kaizen Journal, a journey through personal development, self-discovery, continuous improvement, and behavior change. Kai Boyer is an entrepreneur and master trainer who helps individuals become their best self through mindset, habit, and physical change. Meet Kai at KaiBoyerFitness.com. Here is the interview with Kai Boyer.
0: In your own words, who is Kai Boyer? Um, That's a deep question. What I do
2: um, is I help individuals, especially women, change their lifestyle through habit change, through mindset change, and also through lifestyle and physical exercise. Um, So I help people with getting on track with, you know, going to bed earlier, sleeping more, eating better foods that are gonna help their bodies feel more nourished and have more energy. Also getting them into the routine of exercising almost daily um, and just really getting them on a better track because so many of us are stuck in front of the computer all day or stuck inside all day. Um, And people, especially with the lockdown, haven't been really active. They've been, you know, eating whatever's, you know, in the freezer, in the fridge, um, spending too much time on social media instead of reading and expanding your mind, you know, not spending enough time on meditation, self-care. Um, All of that. So I try to really tie that in for all my clients and help them, you know, have a better sense of well-being and also
0: not only look,
2: but feel their best.
0: I love that purpose, if we can call it that. Would you say that this is the purpose of your life?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, this is this is what I've been doing for a little over seven years now. Um, and it's been really special to get to see um, how, the, you know, not only my business, but how I've grown and how I changed, you know, um, necessarily what I do with my clientele and with the people around me um, before I started. And it was much more in just like the physical niche of it, um, more in just teaching people how to exercise and proper lifting form and all that kind of stuff. Um, and over the years, it's kind of developed as I've developed um, into so many more areas and so much more.
0: So for you, talk to me for a moment about the journey. How did you get to this understanding that this transition or integration of physical and emotional health?
2: I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, people that necessarily when you look your best and when I was always, you know, getting ready for photo shoots and when I looked my best, I didn't necessarily feel my best. Um, and, you know, I struggled a lot with anxiety. I struggled a lot with panic attacks and so many different things and, you know, trying to really get a grip on your mental state and your emotional state, um, you know, where your mind's at every day, what you're feeding, you know, not only food that goes in your body, but what you're surrounding yourself by. Um, I think is so important. And I think a lot of people, you know, from social media or from watching TV, um, you know, kind of have an unreal expectation of themselves. And you have to be able to really just, you know, let all that go and, you know, focus on yourself and whether it's, you know, spending time reading a book, whether, you know, for me, one of my really big um, self-reflection periods is journaling. I love to you know, be able to journal and look back and review how, you know, my mindset and my mentality has changed over the years. Um, And that was definitely one of my inspirations for writing the Kaizen journal.
0: I love that word. We just talked um, off record. I asked you about the meaning. What is the meaning of Kaizen? So Kaizen means the continuous improvement of oneself. Um,
2: So it's a Japanese term that means you're constantly improving in all areas, whether it's your efficiency um, you know, your effectiveness. So, and that's really what the book focuses on is taking apart day by day, what you can do better, not only just improving yourself, but how can you set yourself up for a better tomorrow? And it has to do with single 1% improvement each day. So it's not going to say, Oh, you know, from today to tomorrow, I'm going to become a bikini model. It means, you know, for today, for the average person, it might mean just going and signing up for the gym. That might just be the first step or going to the market and buying all the vegetables, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to make a full 180 switch in your life. It just means let's take the first steps in setting yourself
0: up for success. Oh, I love that. So increments, yeah, little by little, right.
2: And that's one of the things I've really learned over time, um, especially with personal training, is when people try to go from, you know, completely no exercise, inactive to I want to work out five days a week. And I'm like, that's not going to work. That's not going to happen because it's not going to be maintainable. Um, So that's something I really work on with my clients is, you know, let's start with one day. We'll build up to two days and kind of go from there and just start slowly kind of changing everything in your life. Um, cause if we try to go, you know, full at it, pull all the carbs, try to get you to exercise five days a week, you know, you're going to be miserable. It's just not going to be a fun experience. And that's where a lot of people do crash diets and, you know, mm-hmm. only work out for a month or so.
0: Yeah. I believe that too. That's a very important advice and message that you're sending when it comes to diets. Do you believe that we need to be in one? Is that, um, something that you recommend as well?
2: Um, not necessarily. I'm not necessarily the type that's on, you know, that has my clients on a strict diet. I obviously think there's a lot of, you know, processed foods and sugars and carbs and all that kind of stuff that you should stay away from. Um, but I don't steer my clients one way or the other in terms of like doing like vegan or keto, anything like that.
0: Another question I have for you is the, um, the idea of success, Kai, what is to be successful to you these days?
2: That's a tough question. Um, <laughs> um, I think a lot of it, too, has, you know, I think my mindset, especially after the last year, um, has shifted a lot in terms of what does success mean, um, you know, at, for a lot of businesses right now, just keeping your doors open um, is being successful. Um, and I don't think the world we're living in now is comparable to the world we're living in a year ago or that the world will be living in, you know, a year from now. Um, So I think that's something that you kind of, you know, is constantly ever changing. Um, I think for me, it has a lot to do with kind of like internal peace and finding my happiness and being like, you know, having a good work-life balance, having, um, you know, control of my mental state, my emotions, making time for myself, for self-care, for working out. Um, I think you know, there's been times where the business was, you know, we were much busier, but I don't think I was necessarily as happy or as healthy. Oh, um, yeah. So to me, success is really finding that balance.
0: Yeah. I love your wisdom. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Thank you. It Resonates true to me all the way. The purpose of life. What do you think the purpose of the human experience is?
2: I think everyone has a different Uh, you know, kind of a different thought of what the human experience is supposed to be. Um, You know, for me, I want to be able to live every experience and, you know, make as many cool and unique experiences and memories as you can. Um, I think a lot for me has to do with mentoring individuals and helping them kind of find their way throughout this path. Um, So I think that is definitely a part of my human experience is getting to touch other people's
0: lives. And happiness, what are some of the misconceptions or the greatest misconceptions about happiness from your perspective?
2: I think for a lot of people, happiness is, you know, what they see as happiness is, you know, monetary success or, you know, a physical, you know, if they weigh 100 pounds or, you know, a certain job title. Um, And I think at least for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, you reach that point and you're like, wait a minute, I'm still not happy. And a lot of that has to do with not being happy with who you are as a person. It has a lot to do with being overcommitted to responsibilities, to work, to family, whatever it may be. Um, So kind of trying to find a balance within it all where you have that time for yourself, for enjoyment, for, you know, for family, for friends, whatever it may be. Um, That to me is what it really is about.
0: What is your idea of self-love, your understanding as of today?
2: Self love to me means knowing what makes you feel most alive inside and mm-hmm. what things excite you. And I don't know that a lot of people understand that or yeah. realize that. Yeah. Um, and I think you have to be able to do that for yourself, away from necessarily a partner, away from a job. Like you have to be able to make yourself happy, or you know, do things that make yourself fulfilled. Yeah. Um, and I think if you don't have that, you end up kind of down a bad path because you just, you know, you keep working, you keep churning um, and you're not having kind of that point of, you know, self-actualization within it.
0: And some people confuse um, self-love with self-care. Do you see a difference between those two components? So they are actually the same or two practices, really. Are they two different practices in a way?
2: I think they kind of go hand in hand. I don't think they're yeah. the same thing, but I think they're somewhat in the same category. Yeah. Um, because self-love has to do with acceptance of yourself, um, accepting where you're at in life, um, whether that be you know physically, financially, mentally, whatever it may be, um, and not just constantly you know tearing yourself down and being like, oh, I could be better, I could be this. Um, I think self-care is also really important because that has to do with giving back to yourself, giving back to your body, um, which I think is a form of self care into itself or self love.
0: They might be connected, but I love what you said about self love being self acceptance. That's true, it has been my experience. Self acceptance was a big one.
2: That's always a tough one, especially as a woman. I don't think a lot of yeah. women can do that.
0: Yeah, right. And I wonder why, Kai. Do you have any idea?
2: I think it has a lot to do with kind of just how we're programmed, how we're raised. I think definitely social media has played a large factor on that, Um, where, you know, people are always looking at someone that's, you know, skinnier and taller and whatever it may be. Um, And I think a lot of it sets kind of unreal expectations where women aren't just happy with Mm. the body they're in and the life they're in. Um, And a lot of it, you know, is kind of just a facade. So I don't necessarily think that's, you know, something to be comparing yourself with.
0: Can we actually live in such a way where we don't ever compare ourselves to anyone? Uh, What about um, admiration? Because sometimes we do admire. We have uh, role models, people that we wanted to be more like. I don't
2: necessarily think so. I think... I think admiration is a good thing because you're looking up to someone who's maybe older or more advanced or more of a mentor to you, and I think actually leads you in a good path. I, you know, I think it's awesome to have you know strong female figures in your life, um, you know, that you look up to that you want to be like. Um, I think when it gets more of a dangerous pass is when you kind of get more down jealousy and you're comparing yourself um, to someone else and wanting to be better than them. Um, I think that's more of a negative connotation more so than admiration.
0: And my last warm up question is about spirituality. Do you have any spiritual practices or something that you call spiritual?
2: Yes, um, I think definitely over the last couple of years, I've gotten much more spiritual. Um, I, you know, I do believe everything that you put out into the universe comes back to you um, in some shape or form, Um, whether you focus on it positively or negatively um, you know, what you put out there does come back to you. So I think it's very important, you know, to set your intentions, um, to be mindful of your words, your thoughts, your actions. Um, and yeah, that's kind of, I think my spirituality and my approach to that is something that's kind of really growing and evolving currently.
0: Um, so that's something I'm figuring out more every day. So you wrote the book, the Kaizen journal, a journey through personal development, self-discovery, continuous improvement, and behavior change. Two initial questions for you, Kai. How did you become a writer, and what was the inspiration and intention of writing this journal? Um,
2: I don't think I never, you know, I, I never really had in the plans to, you know, be a writer, be an author, anything like that. Um, yeah. I had always wanted to publish a book. I thought it was... Um, such a cool and like really unique experience I didn't necessarily know what it would be on um, and during kind of quarantine when I started seeing what people were doing you know they had you know no start and end to their day the weekdays looked like the weekends um, and you know people kind of like everything just flowed together and there was no structure in anyone's life um, and I had been journaling every day I had been Um, I kind of went through, you know, a really, you know, self-discovery process for myself uh, and wanted to see how I could kind of put that into words and help other people um, through kind of more like daily habit change versus like trying to take over, you know, like a, you know, a huge overwhelming task.
0: So, you are an entrepreneur and master trainer, and you have been talking to me about what you do and how you do it. There's anything else you'd like to add about your work and how we can hire you? Is that online? Yeah, how does it work, your training program?
2: Yeah, so we have a lot of different options. Um, for clients that are local in Orange County, we do sessions. Um, Everywhere from the gym in Newport Beach to the beach, the actual beach in Laguna Beach. Um, We do virtual Zoom sessions. I have online uh, programs as well. Um, I have a really awesome team of female trainers. Um, So we kind of cover all the different areas. Um, Each one of them has a different niche. Um, So that's one of the really special things that we do. Um, So we kind of have someone that connects differently with each demographic um, of women that we encounter. So that's one of the really special things that we get to do.
0: So you help people to transform, to live better lives through habit change. So one of the things that I noticed with myself and people around me is that we reject change. It's really easy to do that. So how do you teach others to overcome that initial rejection to the unknown? So that's why
2: the Kaizen Journal really focused on just the 1% change, because if it's too big, it's too scary automatically, you're going to, you know, you're mentally, physically not going to, you know, be accepting to it. Um, But if it's a very small and gradual change and it's something, you know, very minor um, then you're much, you know, you get in the habit of it. And that's kind of where I try to get my clients into, you know, just change 1% every day. So if, you know, today you run a mile tomorrow, let's try to run, you know, a mile and a half, like start really slow and gradually build up to it versus trying to like overtake the whole thing. Cause that's where people really crash and burn and they feel defeated. Cause they couldn't take on that task.
0: That's So, so true. And do you also teach them to understand the reason why they want to change?
2: I think everyone comes in with a different reason and a different, um, you know, a different purpose, Um, especially with women. You know, a lot of people are going through life changes or they've, you know, they're, they're come to a point where they're not happy with themselves and they don't know what to do, how to get out of it. And a lot of times it's people like lawyers and doctors and people that have really high stress careers that have been doing it for a long time and they don't know how to break that cycle. Um, So that's something I try to really help them balance, um, you know, finding, you know, if it's five or 10 minutes for self-care or meditation and just really clearing your mind um, and helping you feel better before you go back into your work day or before you go to bed. Um, because I think that's so important, because when you kind of get yourself in that constant, you know, have to go, 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 um, you know, be on top, you know, be on the phone all day, be on the email all day, um, and you don't take that time for yourself, you start internally, um, you know, kind of carrying that weight and manifesting all that stress and anxiety.
0: Do you believe that this is somehow a realistic uh, practice, unconditionally love ourselves?
2: Um, hmm. I don't know if that's something I've thought about before. Um, I think definitely some people do. Um, you know you have you you know you have to live with the decisions and the habits that you choose. So I think you have to kind of unconditionally love yourself. But I think at the same time, a lot of people unconditionally hate themselves and the positions and situations they've gotten themselves into. Um, so a lot of it just has to, you know, go back to being mindful and knowing, you know, if you, you know, you aren't exercising, you're putting all, you know, this food into your body that's not healthy. Um, you're not, you know, spending time on stretching and physical rehab, um, you know, not t- taking the time for self-care, not drinking enough water. All mm-hmm. those things are going to, you know, catch up with you
0: true. It, they do catch up, yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, I love the way that your journal, the way it's set up to help us to reflect, to have better thoughts, and to get to know ourselves better. That's, to me, what life is all about in the end. Besides, uh, once once we get to know who we are, then we start practicing a depth self-love and unconditional self-love. Because from that, I do believe that we can Love others is the only way we can really give ourselves to others. It has to start with us. We cannot give what we don't have.
2: No, absolutely. And I think that's really important for people that are in a very high stress or high demand career, Um, especially if you're going to try to be a good partner and you're going to try to be a good parent. Um, I think you have to be able to give to yourself first. And I think this was um, kind of something I struggled with um, for a long time when I started the business Um, was I was trying to give too much to other people, whether it's, you know, clientele or, you know, partner, stuff like that. And you don't give to yourself when you don't give to yourself, you don't have anything in your cup to pour into others.
0: And have you had any issues with perfectionism? Have you crossed that bridge?
2: (laughs) I think originally I did a lot. Uh, I wanted everything to be perfect. And I felt like it had to be Aesthetic, you know, the website had to be perfect. The business cards had to be aesthetically perfect. I had to look a certain way. And I think over time, as I've grown into what I do, I think I've realized it's much more about the experience that you give people and how you make them feel versus, you know, what kind of fonts on the website or like whatever things I was so focused on. Um, and that's kind of something I always tell my trainers as well, is I want people to walk away with a very unique experience, feeling, you know, feeling that you touched their lives more than even just a technical form or more than anything like that. How you make them feel and what they walk away from a session with
0: is the most important. Would you say that perfectionism, it's actually the fear of failure? I know you do have that in your book too, about overcoming fear. Do you connect them somehow? Um,
2: well, yes and no. I think perfectionism has a a lot to do with kind of like a type A personality having to control, you know, every detail, um, you know, making sure that things are under your control in a sense. Um, so I don't necessarily think that has to do with fear of failure. Um, I mean, they definitely go hand in hand and fear of failure is what drives success and drives perfectionism, but I don't think those two things are necessarily the same.
0: How do you help others to overcome fear? Because that's a big one, isn't it? For all of us, fear of anything.
2: I think that is a big one.
0: No, 100%.
2: And a lot of it has to do with managing your, you know, your mental state, managing your emotions, understanding how you react to situations. Um, I think a lot for me has to do with, um, you know, kind of, you know, knowing you can only control what's in your hands whatever situation, you know, matter how stressful, whatever it is, if you can only handle what's in your control and you can only put your best effort to what's under your control, anything else is kind of a matter of the universe.
0: Um, another topic, um, in your book that I came across is building confidence or becoming more confident. What are some of the strategies that you use to, um, I know everything that you use in general, it's actually, it leads to that, to everything that's good for us, well-being, but specifically confidence. When somebody has low self-esteem, what would you say is the first thing to do or maybe not to do to change?
2: I think a lot of it has to do with kind of like where, you know, each woman's at in their journey. Um, you know, for some, you know, they want to get ready, um, you know, to be able to be comfortable in a bikini or, um, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, some people just want to lose weight, but they're not necessarily set on like a more like physical or size goal. Um, so I think that's kind of something I sit down and figure out what each client, you know, wants and needs and how sensitive they are, um, to kind of that self-confidence and what it will take for us to build that confidence that they're looking for.
0: So it's um, customized or it's a unique strategy for everyone because we're all unique anyway, right?
2: Uh, yeah, and I think especially for women, I don't think we have you know two people that come in looking for exactly the same thing.
0: Something else that caught my attention was visualization. That's day five. So you have a question there. You say, where do you see yourself after 365 days of self-improvement? That's a great question, though, that I tried to kind of answer myself. And I couldn't, in my case, it was a challenge. So I'm wondering why that too, I couldn't answer that question.
2: It's a tough question. And there's a lot of prompts, even in the book that I've had to kind of revisit and be like, okay, you know, what exactly, you know, where do you see yourself or where do you um, see yourself growing into? Because a lot of us kind of just wander, you know, wander through the day or wander through life and don't necessarily know where we're going. Um, And that's where I've always been really big on, you know, monthly goal lists, yearly goal lists. Um, I have my vision board for the year um, and trying to just really figure out where I want to be, you know, whether it's New Year, you know, usually it's New Year's um, or, you know, do I want to be at a specific body weight? Do I want to be at a certain income level? You know, what exactly do I want to do and how do I take those steps from now to then to make sure that I get there?
0: So it's interesting. It's, it's visualizing, but it's not in an abstract way. It's actually very practical, isn't it? Clear and practical.
2: I think so. I You have to, you have, to have a goal to kind of work back from. Because otherwise, you know, if you go to the market and you kind of just wander around, you don't have a clear picture of what you're there trying to do. If you go there and you have a list and you know what you want to make for dinner, you're going to get all the ingredients you need to make sure you get them.
0: Yes. So it takes planning. It's, it's almost like a planning, but without stress in a way, right, Kai? Because I don't like the idea of planning too much and becoming stressed out because life could end actually. We don't know when we will die, leave the body. So I try to live each moment as if it was the last one each day. And I'm wondering how can I balance that planning, which I do anyway, but I have this a hard time imagining or Trying to visualize a life, if there is one out there, that's I'm already living, in a way. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's something that's not out there, but it's here already. Like you said before about the journey, it's not about the destination, but the journey.
2: That's right, and that's why you just have to be able to kind of take that time and you know make the most memories, make the most experiences out of it. Um, kind of from what you said is because you never know what's going to change or what's going to happen. Um, and I think a lot of the things we took for granted in the past, um, after seeing how this last year went, um, so many of us realize how things can change. The simplest things um, in life, you know, we took for granted and those yeah. can be taken away very easily.
0: Yeah, but it starts with thoughts and we need to be very much aware of how we're thinking, the thoughts we are embracing and uh, giving attention to.
2: Absolutely. The thoughts that go on in your head are just so important because that's what you you know, you give energy to. um, And, you know, a lot of people I don't, I think are focused on, you know, the very, you know, minimal things or the smallest parts. Um, And that's where you end up making, you know, careless mistakes, or, you know, missing out on things in life, because you're focused on more of the small aspects of
0: it. I love what you say, you said in your book, you have to win, you must begin. So it goes back also to the idea of, plan doing something about what we wish to have. And I remember somebody said to me recently, he or she, I'm not sure, said love is an action. And that's true. What was the hardest lesson to learn about yourself and life as of today? Oh, um...
2: I think the hardest lesson, um, is, you know, really having to be self-reliant and making sure that you don't rely on anyone for anything, um, that you have a sense of self, um, away from any organization or any relationship or whatever it may be, um, that you kind of have your own self to rely on. Cause at the end of the day, you might have no one else. Mm,
0: True. If you knew you would die soon, meaning leaving the body, would you make any change or do anything in a different way?
2: Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of things that I haven't been able to do, you know, the last couple of years. I think I really want to travel, get a seat you know, everything that's out there in the world. Um, And I think that's really the only thing that I've been really waiting to do and waiting for COVID to be over so we can go (laughs) experience all the great things that are out there.
0: Do you have any idea when this will be over and we'll be able to travel again?
2: I mean, I'm hoping sooner than later. um, I'm vaccinated, Uh so I'm ready to go. Um, So we'll see
0: what happens. And the last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment?
2: (sighs) Three things that I know for sure—that um, changes daily. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think probably the you know the biggest mm-hmm. one I always tell my clients um, is what you put in is what you get out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it's physically, whether it's in school or in your career, um, you're not going to get anywhere by not giving it a hundred, you know, hundred ten percent of your effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if you think you can get away, you know, basically know what you're to expect. Yeah. Um, second thing that I definitely know, um, I think if you don't take care of yourself and you don't maintain yourself, Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to have a good quality of life. Um, and I've seen so many people that have had so many horrific and tragic things happen to them at, you know, in their thirties and forties, um, just because they didn't take care of themselves, um, and, you know, work too much and, you know, didn't make that time for self-care and self-love. Third thing. I'm trying to think. What would be your third thing?
0: I'm driven by love. That's what I believe in. That unconditional love. So yeah, that's one thing I know for sure that if we get to love ourselves unconditionally, then we can love life and others unconditionally too.
2: I like that. I think, yeah, you have to be able to love yourself before you love others. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: Thank you. That was the first time somebody asked me to add the (laughs) third one. I was different. (laughs) You're cute, Kai. That was very different. (laughs) So thank Thank you so much for your authenticity, for your wisdom, for doing the work you do, your presence in the world. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Valeria.
0: And I do have a, a last question here for you. Where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects?
2: okay awesome um my website is kaiboyerfitness.com um we have the link to the kaizen journal on there you can also find the journal on amazon my instagrams are at Kai Boyer and at kaiboyer fitness um we always have a ton of cool projects um you know meetups different events going on um so especially as the world opens up i am looking forward to getting to really connect with new people um
0: and new individuals so i always love to um you know, connect with new women, especially wonderful. Thank you so much again. And we'll talk soon. Thank
1: you so much. Bye for now. Kai. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Kai Boyer and her work, please visit kaiboyerfitness.com.
0: To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.